Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. I am Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Hello there, soldier. Ready to kill more Germans? Yes, sir. What's your name, soldier? Sir, Private for all Company A. Uh-huh. You married, Private? No, sir. Well, I'll bet your mother's proud of you. Yes, sir. Well, carry on, Private, and good luck to you. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Morning, General. Good morning. Hello there, soldier. Sir. Ready to kill more Germans? Yes, sir. <laughs> Working over your rifle, I see. Well, that's the way. It's a soldier's best friend. You'll be good to it, and it'll always be good to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, uh, good luck to you, soldier. Carry on. Thank you, Soldier, ready to kill more Germans? That is everything all right, soldier? All right. Yes, sir, I'm all right. <laughs> Good fella. Are you married, soldier? Married? Me married? Yes, have you got a wife? A wife? Have I got sir, a wife? He's a bit shell-shocked. I beg your pardon, sergeant. There is no such thing as shell-shock. Have you got a wife, soldier? My wife? My wife? Yes, I have a wife. I'm never going to see her again. I'm going to be killed. Get a grip on yourself. You're acting like a coward. I am a coward, sir. Snap out of it, soldier! Sergeant, I want you to arrange for the immediate transfer of this baby out of my regiment. I won't have other brave men contaminated by him. Yes, sir. Carry on. This general imploring these troops to, quote-unquote, kill more Germans is walking through a trench in 1916 during the heart of combat World War One, unbeknownst to the troops that he greeted. This general, to improve his own standing, is sending them on a mission that will mean certain death for most of them. What happens in this battle shows how thin the line between perceived cowardice and valor is and how blind ambition can have far-reaching ramifications. Released in 1957 and directed by then Novus director Stanley Kubrick, Paz of Glory tells the taut tale of Colonel Dax, played by Kurt Douglas, and his regiment of his war-down French soldiers, 
tasked with taking an important site called the Anthill from the Germans by General Moreau in World War I. The mission is a catastrophic failure, and when the troops retreat, they are charged with cowardice. This charge carries a punishment of death by firing squad. In our next two clips, we first hear General Moreau being asked by Commander Brulard to take the Antel, and then we will hear Moreau propose the offensive to Colonel Dax. What I want you to notice here is the difference between the two. Initially, Moreau is opposed due to the mission having no chance of success. But when told of a possible promotion, if the mission succeeds, he, he convinces himself to go forward. In the next clip, hear what happens when Moreau proposes it to Dax and his approach in how he is only concerned with the troops and nothing can change his mind. General Moulas. <laughs> Hello, George. How oh, are you? <laughs> wonderful seeing you again. Really wonderful. Well, this is splendid. Superb. Well, I've tried to create a pleasant atmosphere in which to work. Well, you succeeded marvelously. I wish I had your taste in carpets. <laughs> and pictures. Hey, much too kind, George. Much too kind. Uh, sit down, George. Thank you. I really haven't done very much. The place is much the same as it was when I moved in. Paul, I've come to see you about something big. It's top secret. and must go no further than your chief of staff and not to him. Unless you can trust his discretion. Of course. A group of armies is forming on this front for an offensive very soon. Headquarters is determined to make a complete breakthrough. Why are you smiling? I'm really sorry. I thought for just a moment I knew what you were going to say. Please go on. I never knew you were a mind reader. What did you think I was about to say? Something about the anthill. You are a mind reader. Well, it is a key position. It's in my sector. To be perfectly honest, I've heard some talk. You know, there's nothing really secret around headquarters. Well, what do you think? Well, it's the key to the whole German position in this sector. They've held on to it for a year now, and it looks as though they'll hold on to it for another year if they want to. Paul, I have formal orders to take the anthill no later than the 10th, as the day after tomorrow. That comes pretty close to being ridiculous, don't you think? I don't imagine I'd be here if I really thought that. Uh, Paul, if there's one man in this army who can do this for me, it's you. It's out of the question, George. Absolutely out of the question. My division was cut to pieces. What's left of it is in no position to even hold the anthill, let alone take it. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Well, Paul, there was something else I wanted to tell you. However, I'm sure that you'll misunderstand my motives in mentioning it. What was it? Oh, you'll be bound to misunderstand. However, as your friend, maybe I should tell you. What are you trying to say, George? Paul, the talk around headquarters is that you are being considered for the 12th Corps. The 12th Corps? Yes, and with that, another star. Now I've pushed it all I can. The 12th Corps needs a fighting general, and you're overdue in that star. We both know that your record is good enough for you to refuse this assignment on the grounds you've stated. No one would question your opinion. It's simply get someone else to do the job. So, you shouldn't let this influence your opinion, Paul. Oh, I'm sorry, have a cognac? No, thanks, Paul. Not before dinner. George, I am responsible for the lives of 8,000 men. What is my ambition against that? What is my reputation in comparison to that? 
My men come first of all, George. And those men know it, too. Because I know that they do. You see, George, those men know that I would never let them down. That goes without saying. The life of one of those soldiers means more to me than all the stars and decorations and honors in France. So, you think this attack is absolutely beyond the ability of your men at this time? I didn't say that, George. Nothing is beyond those men once their fighting spirit is aroused. But, Paul, I don't want to push you into it if you think it's ill-advised. Don't worry, George. You couldn't do that if you tried. Of course, artillery would make an enormous difference. What artillery support can you give me? Well, I'll see. What about replacements? We'll see what we can do, but I feel sure that you can get along with what you have. Why just do it? Oh, Paul, I knew that I was right to come to you. You are the man to take the anthill. Now, as far as that star is concerned... Yeah, I can't do with my decision. If anything, it will sway me the other way. I realize that perfectly, Paul. Now, when do you say you see this coming off? No later than the day after tomorrow. We just might do it. And now, Dax in Moreau. What sort of casualties do you anticipate, sir? Mm, say, 5% killed by our own barrage. That's a very generous allowance. 10% more in going through no man's land. And 20% more getting to the wire. That leaves 65%, with the worst part of the job over. Let's say another 25% in actually taking the anthill. We're still left with a force more than adequate to hold it. General, you're saying that more than half my men will be killed. Yes, it's a terrible price to pay, Colonel. But we will have the anthill. But will we, sir? I'm depending on you, Colonel. All France is depending on you. Am I amusing you, Colonel? Not a bull, General. I don't need a flag waving in front of me to get me to charge. I don't think I like your comparison of the flag of France to a bullfighter's cape. Oh, I meant nothing disrespectful to the flag of France, sir. Patriotism may be old-fashioned, but show me a patriot and I'll show you an honest man. Well, not everyone has always thought so. Samuel Johnson had something else to say about patriotism. And what was that, may I ask? Well, nothing really. What do you mean, nothing really? Well, sir, nothing really important. Colonel, when I ask a question, it's always important. Now, who was this man? Samuel Johnson, sir. All right. Now, what did he have to say about patriotism? He said it was the last refuge of the scoundrel, sir. Uh, I'm sorry. I meant nothing personal. You're tired, Dax. You're very tired. It's you who are exhausted, not your men. And it's my fault. I've given you one impossible task after another. You need rest. Well, you need it badly. And you rest, never would either. Therefore, you're not going to have any say-so about it, Colonel. As from right now, I'm ordering you on indefinite furlough. General, you can't take me away from my men. You can't do that to me, not sir. Not to you, Dax. For you. For your good and for the good of your men. The good of my men, sir. If a commanding officer lacks confidence, what can we expect of his men? Naturally, I don't want to relieve you, but I must have your enthusiastic support. Not once have you said that your men can take the anthill. We'll take the anthill. If any soldiers in the world can take it. Needless to say, the common fear is realized. The offensive to take the anthill is a catastrophic failure. And one of the companies refused to attack, sensing imminent failure. To save face, Moreau puts three soldiers from that company up for court-martial for cowardice. This is where Douglas's performance shines. As Dax, he defends the soldiers in their court-martial hearing, and in his closing argument, gives a speech that is powerful. 
albeit short, and addresses the faux proceeding. Then, Dax meets with Brulard, who gives a soulless, bureaucratic answer when Dax makes one final attempt to get these three men clemency from firing squad. Gentlemen of the court, there are times when I'm ashamed to be a member of the human race, and this is one such occasion. It's impossible for me to summarize the case for the defense since the court never allowed me a reasonable opportunity to present my case. Are you protesting the authenticity of this court? Yes, sir. I protest against being prevented from introducing evidence that I consider vital to the defense. The prosecution presented no witnesses. There has never been a written indictment of charges made against defendants. And lastly, I protest against the fact that no stenographic records of this trial have been kept. The attack yesterday morning is no state of the honor of France. And certainly no disgrace to the fighting men of this nation. But this court-martial is such a state and such a disgrace. The case made against these men is a mockery of all human justice. Gentlemen of the court, to find these men guilty will be a crime to haunt each of you to the day you die. I can't believe that the noblest impulse of man, his compassion for another, can be completely dead here. Therefore, I humbly beg you, show mercy to these men. And now, Dax attempts to get clemency for the men from Brulard. Well, Colonel, good evening. Good evening. Come and sit down. Thank you, sir. I'm really sorry to intrude on you in this way. Not at all. I'm always delighted to see you, Colonel Dax. Will you have a cigar? No, thank you, sir. Well, I... <laughs> I think you'll find it delicious. Just apologize for not inviting you to join the party downstairs tonight, but uh, I'm afraid that it's uh, a dress affair. Thank you, sir, but I must confess that uh, this is not entirely a social visit. Oh, come, Dax. Let's not go over all that ground again. Though, uh, I must admit that Judging from the casualties, the efforts of your regiment must have been considerable. How can you understand that and allow these men to be shot tomorrow? Oh, come, Colonel, you're choosing to take a rather simple view of this thing. The attack was impossible from the start. The general staff must have known that. Colonel Dax, we think we're doing a good job running the war. You must be aware of the fact that the general staff is subject to all kinds of unfair pressures from newspapers and politicians. Maybe the attack against the anthill was impossible. Perhaps it was an error of judgment on our part. On the other hand, if your men had been a little more daring, they might have taken it. Who knows? In any case, why should we have to bear any more criticism and failure than we have to? Aside from the inescapable fact that a good many of your men never left the trenches, there's the question of the troops' morale. Don't forget that. The troops' morale? Certainly. These executions would be a perfect tonic for the entire division. There are few things more fundamentally encouraging and stimulating than seeing someone else die. I never thought of that, sir. Well, you see, Colonel, troops are like children. 
Just as a child wants his father to be firm, troops crave discipline. I see. And one way to maintain discipline is to shoot a man now and then. May I ask, do you sincerely believe all the things you've just said? It's been a pleasure discussing this with you, Colonel, but I'm afraid that I'd better be getting back to my guests. Some of you may ask, why did I choose this film for Memorial Day? And that is a fair question. This film was chosen because, to me, it shows the horrors of war. Also, it shows that sometimes, when on the outside of a situation especially when, as citizens, we are analyzing war efforts and battle strategies and what have you. We can substitute self-preservation with cowardice. When we think of our troops and honor those lost, we should think about those that might have had their lives cut short due to short-sighted commands or taking part in missions with low survival rates. Regardless, they did it, and they did it for all of us. Every person who died serving our country did so with the sole purpose of defending our freedoms, to protect us from our enemies, to give us the opportunity to enjoy three-day weekends such as this, complete with cookouts and time with friends, family, and loved ones. This weekend, I hope that you A, have a three-day weekend, that you get to enjoy it no matter what you do, and that you take the time to view this film. Besides it being one of the greatest films about war, in my opinion, it really makes one think about sacrifice, what is right and what is wrong in times of war, and how we must always remember and thank those that paid the ultimate price to defend what we hold dear. Join me next week when in honor of Top Gun Maverick being released, we will take a look at the original film, Top Gun. For WMNH and Matt Connerton Unleashed, this has been a classic film review with Eric Pilcher. I'm just trying to be a father, raise a daughter and a son. Be a lover to their mother Everything to everyone Up and at them bright and early I'm all business in my suit Yeah, I'm dressed up for success From my head down to my boots I don't do it for the money There's bills that I can't pay I don't do it for the glory I just do it anyway Providing for our futures, my responsibility Yeah, I'm real good under pressure, being all that I can be I can't call in sick on Mondays when the weekend's been too strong I just work straight through the holidays, sometimes all night long You can bet that I stand ready when the wolf growls at the door Hey, I'm solid, hey, I'm steady, hey, I'm true down to the core And I will always do my duty, no matter what the price I've counted up the cost, I know the sacrifice
die for you But if dying's asking me I'll bear that cross with honor Cause freedom don't come free I'm an American soldier An American Beside my brothers and my sisters I will proudly take a stand When liberty's in jeopardy I will always do what's right I'm out here on the front lines Sleep in peace tonight American soldier I'm an American soldier Yeah, an American soldier An American Beside my brothers and Sisters, I will proudly take a stand When liberty's in jeopardy I will always do what's right I'm out here on the front line To sleep in peace tonight American soldier Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.